and welcome to the second ever audio commentary by Because I've Lost Control of My Life, the podcast that never, ever has any technical troubles ever. <laughs> I am Matthew, and with me today is my good buddy, Adam. How are you, good sir? I'm great. I'm, I'm so glad to always know how to make technology work all the time, <laughs> and that uh, <laughs> we haven't had problems with it the last few weeks or the, anything. The last... How many episodes have we done? 16 weeks of episodes? It didn't almost sink our <laughs> very great interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, geez. I forgot about that technical issue. So so if 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 uh, comparatively, the technical issues we had leading into this episode would have been catastrophic compared to that. Can you because <laughs> getting him into the into the recording was a pain in the ass or into the, the uh, Skype room was a pain in the ass. But uh Tonight, we couldn't even get sound of you <laughs> when we were doing our mic test. Could you imagine if we had this trouble when we were trying to get him on? He would have fucking... <laughs> he would have tore us a new one. Good, and we would have deserved it. <laughs> so, um, as referenced, uh, last week we put out our interview of Michael Bell, and yeah. that was your uh, dessert, and for some <laughs> reason now we're giving you your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like uh, it's like having a, a great steak dinner. But then afterward, you want to have an appetizer or it's like going from the penthouse to the outhouse. Because, <laughs> yes, we are doing an audio commentary for the second episode of the reboot. And if you have not been listening into the show, that is because I am in the process of moving. So I don't have a whole lot of time to edit episodes currently. Among another other shit that I'm working on, unfortunately, outside of this, which in a couple weeks will clear up and we can get back to the the good episodes of Rugrats. But hopefully this is bad enough that we can make fun of it a lot. And if there's not a whole lot to say, hopefully yeah. you just enjoy listening to us talk. Yeah, just be happy that we didn't leave you high and dry. <laughs> so stop complaining right now. Yeah, we've never we still we still haven't had a complaint. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, I don't know how this happened, but uh, we only have five star reviews on every place that reviews us. They <laughs> apparently people like us for some unknown reason. Yeah, some unknown reason. You know what, though? I actually got a bit of old business. Is it about John? Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, you remember the Graham Canyon episode? Yeah. Mechanic Eddie. And we were like, what is that old cowboy voice? Uh, Who oh. are they doing an, an impression of? That voice is an old uh, an old uh, cowboy guy. Not cowboy guy. He he's, uh, was partner with Gene Autry, uh, Pat Buttram. Pat Buttram. And it actually... It was not an impression. He guest starred in the episode and it was his own voice. That was actually him? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, you called that one. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. Like that that's that is a really iconic voice too. He was in like a that old Disney Robin Hood as the Sheriff of Nottingham, I oh, believe. Wow. That was his voice. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, he was in a lot of stuff. And actually, I found out in a roundabout way, like I was Googling Rugrats, you know, not coming up with anything because nobody's writing about the mechanic Eddie. I didn't think to research research the person who did the voice in the episode, but we watched The Mask and Jim Carrey did an impression of him. <laughs> so, so I looked up who was Jim Carrey doing an impression of in The Mask in the in the cowboy scene. Wow. And that, I came across that name, found out it was actually him. <laughs> That's great. 
That makes me so I don't that makes me like inordinately happy to know. You <laughs> see the old the old Rugrats had class. Whenever they brought in celebrities, they they brought in people like this Buttrell guy. And the new show they bring but. in <laughs> but but whatever. What is it? But buttrum. But 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 buttrell. Buttrum. They they bought in they bought in. They brought in this buttrum guy, whereas the new show brings in Buster Bluth and they don't even get him to do a good voice. <laughs> they just have him do a poor impression of Michael Bell. Yeah, yeah. If you want me to bring you down a notch. Oh, please do. <laughs> Pat Buttrum was a Republican that uh helped. <laughs> ronald reagan with his speeches like putting in little things to make him seem like a folksy earth yeah folksy man that that knob <laughs> <laughs> to bring you back up again he died no. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the moment where the reviews go down to one star where the people say i don't know why they talked about politics there's dick rugrats <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, so funny because Rugrats was actually kind of arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. But how's your uh, your week going? Got a four day weekend because I don't usually work Fridays and uh, got Monday off because the fourth is on Sunday. Yeah. So there's that had a rough week at work again. But on the plus side, I've been stretching out a lot of stuff in my back. Feeling pretty good. You How going to you? the doctor? I was looking at the physical therapist like. <laughs> in my network and uh my old insurance before the my company got bought out i was paying like 40 dollar co-pays to go to the physical therapist and when everything i was looking up <laughs> for physical therapist now said like 143 dollars yikes like, yeah now i'm probably uh <laughs> might try to avoid doing that <laughs> that's kind of crazy yeah, especially if uh, I was thinking of maybe doing some uh, <laughs> medical leave, but yeah, I don't think I could do the combination of those two. So time will tell, I guess. Well, hopefully you're on the road to a full recovery to uh, a pain free Adam for this yeah. podcast. So how are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm OK. This this past week, I had my my last day at at my job. I turned in all my equipment and it turns out that I actually had still have a keyboard at home that I took home when we first went home when the pandemic started and I just never used it because like we had laptops with external monitors and I saw no purpose whatsoever in using this external keyboard so I have to drive the hour back to my work to give them a keyboard I guess I could mail it but you know first world problems but other than that pretty pretty cool week I'm taking some screenwriting classes currently um those are going pretty pretty awesome seen some great speakers trying to write some cool stuff hopefully make some contacts so we can make rug wraiths a real thing <laughs> <laughs> you know uh you got the uh the treatment for ET2 as a reference in your class yeah yeah we were we're working on treatments and stuff for our scripts and one of them was for ET2 which uh we discussed how terrible it is <laughs> I wish they made it. I mean, I don't care how bad it was. <laughs> I wish they made it because uh, E.T.'s name is Zrek. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was just an early treatment that they threw together, but it, it needs some work. And it's it's everything that the first E.T. is not. It's like dark and ugly. Like the kids get tortured by gray, red eyed versions of E.T. that carry daggers in the woods. They get bitten all over. <laughs> I mean, probably. Uh, E.T. bites. <laughs> E.T. bites. Oh, man. 
But yeah, they're they're the the evil the evil ETs in that. If you look it up, it's 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 actually quite easy to find. It's ET two Nocturnal Fears. If you have any interest at all in in ET, which we do due to Adam's fear of ET. <laughs> And, you know, actually, in my research for it, there, there's a sequel book that came out called E.T. It's it's I think it's called E.T. something the the garden planet or something. But it came out in like 2002. It's a novel. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I, fuck, maybe I'll read it. But uh, <laughs> Comcast also did that commercial sequel. Did you see that for like Christmas a few years ago? Refresh me. E.T. comes down with. Elliot's an adult, and it's the same guy that plays Elliot. I don't remember the actor's name. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I think they make a snowman, and they watch, like, <laughs> on demand to make spinning or something. <laughs> I don't think they do that. I just think, like, the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would watch a movie of E.T. and Elliot just watching Xfinity. E.T. DVR. <laughs> Uh, and also, uh, if you remember, Freakazoid did like a little parody of uh, E.T. 2. He comes back and Elliot is also older, but Elliot's trying to make out with his girlfriend and tells him to just leave him alone. <laughs> oh, man. The Critic, there was something with E.T. as well. And I, I don't remember what it was, but I, I really like The Critic. Do you, what do you think about that show? I really liked it a lot when I was younger. I haven't revisited it. Uh, revisited it and yeah. anytime recently i think i'd still like it i think i want to say i did four or five years ago when i really really liked it and there was a period of a couple weeks where i would say hachi machi all the time <laughs> so it made some kind of influence on me but uh i don't know i really liked it i thought it was a pretty good show is it uh pamela adlin that does the voice of jay sherman's son the lady who does the voice of bobby hill yeah it's this exact same voice except maybe maybe a little bit more childish She's great. I love Bobby Hill. Bobby Hill's like top 10 characters ever. You know, there's been there was talk of them rebooting that. Speaking of reboots, um, I think a King of the Hill reboot could be great. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about even like aging everybody up. And, yeah. I mean, I'd go for it. Mike Judge, uh, he's, he's done some like flops, but like, good family. He's got like a, he's got like a 70 percent success rate, I'd say. And, and when he rebooted Beavis and Butthead the first time, because it is actually coming back again, apparently this year, I, I this year next. But when he brought it back in 2011, I thought those episodes were great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, you brought up the good family and I just remember how much we hate that. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, we kind of started a Patreon. We haven't really done anything with it yet, but I think a good idea for bonus content would be just us talking about shows we hate. <laughs> you mean like this commentary for the Rugrats reboots? Yeah, this is a taste of it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so there's nothing up on our Patreon currently, but take, keep an eye out for our social media. We're thinking about adding to start just a couple of really, really basic tiers. And then eventually we'll start adding cool stuff where um, maybe you can tell us what to watch next, or maybe you can be a guest if you give us $9 million and can deal with us making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of guesting, we were on, uh, we recorded another podcast with, what the hell is it even called? 1v1 on the <laughs> Boss Rush Network? Yeah, that their uh, podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's choking. He's choking. I'm going to... He's choking right now. Audio commentary of Adam choking. He's getting up. It looks like he just probably spit into a bucket. 
and he's back but yeah the what what 1v1 boss rush network something like that is that what it is i can never yeah, remember boss, the boss rush net boss rush network podcast 1v1 with uh celeste roberts interviewed us we had a lot of fun on that yeah we could we we talked for like 30 40 minutes even after we were done yeah and we we only stopped because i i had to let my wife go to bed <laughs> the next morning she actually came in and threatened you with a rolling pin <laughs> i love that stereotype by the way <laughs> a wife going into a bar to get her husband to come home and she's carrying a rolling pin you ever have a Andy rolling Cap. pin you could really club someone with those yeah andy cap's wife <laughs> yeah, Andy Cap's wife. <laughs> you know, I just thought of a random story. Do you remember when we were roommates in college? We didn't have a rolling pin, but we were gonna make like raviolis from scratch. So we filmed a po- filmed. We filled a pop bottle up with water and used that. <laughs> it did not work so well. Raviolis with really thick dough skin aren't as pleasant why as didn't we just otherwise. Shove a, or why didn't we just save a liquor bottle? <laughs> I mean, we had enough of them. We drank enough old crow. <laughs> so I don't know. But anyway, we should probably get to actually talking about this uh, this crappy reboot. My <laughs> my opinion of it has I, I I liked the pilot okay, but upon rewatching it earlier to kind of get a, a sense of the plot, so we're not just talking over it. My opinion has dropped because of the rewatch, and my opinion has dropped after talking to Michael Bell. Yeah, I I, I actually feel like uh I've heard <laughs> from some of the feedback we've got like they didn't even think of the perspective of like the people that have been in a uh, voiceover for like decades just kind of getting you know pushed out for uh celebrities to take over their role and you know and they're like trying to like mimic the original uh actors voices but you know it's more than like if you I mean, train really somebody sucks. to do your job and you're but, getting you laid know, off your I voice mean, is your voice and... somebody imitating you like literally imitating you speaking of buster blues yeah <laughs> yeah it's just uh, i don't know it's and I think Michael Bell point or in the Michael Bell interview episode, we talked about this, like what little kid is going to give a shit about who the voice actor is. They're not going to care. Like, I want the yeah, voice to be the good voice, the original voice. And yeah, I'm a 35 I mean, year old kid. Exactly. What was I going to say? I was going to say, fuck. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that I'm sure like most of the former actors, if we would interview, if interviewed them probably would have been more di- diplomatic, but they might be hiding their true feelings about it. Yeah, it's possible. I know Michael Bell flat out of the interview. Spoiler alerts. If you haven't listened when they said like, well, we don't want you to come back full time, but we'll have you back for a cameo. And he said, no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> He's a blunt man. I mean, I love him for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely blunt. He's not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, he uh, which if you again, if you have not listened to the our interview with him, do it. It's tremendous. Anyway, so if you are going to watch along with us, we are watching season one, episode two of the Rugrats reboot. That is Lady Declutter and New Puppy. Go ahead and get past the Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon logo and make sure you're at zero. I will say three, two, one, press play now and press play and watch along with us. Okay, everybody. So if you are watching along, three, two, one. Press play now.
Okay, here we are with this uh, this uh, remade intro again with uh, Yoga Grandpa Lou, who unexpectedly is the best part of the show. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we're not counting Graham in the last episode. Oh, yeah, exact. That would be saying much. <laughs> <laughs> If if there were more grams, it'd be a lot better of a show. But um, I was gonna pre-write some jokes for this, just so <laughs> it's not me reacting to what's on the screen. But uh, I did not feel any joy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot to be had, unfortunately. So yeah, Lady Declutter. Uh, so, Yeah, Lady Declutter, a parody of Marie Kondo or Mary Kondo. I don't know. I never watched that show. I didn't even know it was a show until you brought it up. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I, I guess maybe I assumed it was a show, but. Um, Actually, no, I don't. I'm not sure it's a show. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is the kind of things that the show inspires in us. So uh, Stu here is playing a game called Doorstop, which they thought was a funny enough concept to reference like three or four times in this first five episodes. Yeah. Uh, A game where you open doors and somehow he loses whenever Didi's in front of the screen. Yeah. I I mean, I'm sure you also relate with somebody getting in the way or talking to you when you're playing a video game, especially during an important story part. Um, Also, I I do think this part where Tommy just tosses his diaper randomly, that's kind of funny. (laughs) Um, I at least got as much of a laugh as Adam gave just then. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is uh, Dee Dee is bringing in a somebody to declutter the uh, house, which I think is pretty rude considering it's not her house. That's right. It's loose. She's going to come in and get rid of Grandpa Lou's shit. I don't know. (laughs) Probably. Uh, Jeez. The phony. (laughs) Oh, boy. (sighs) So much joy from this episode. I'm going to open a drink. I bet that'll be entertaining. (laughs) Unfortunately, there's no alcohol in it. The positive vibrational energy in my heart recognizes the positive vibrational energy in yours. And then Betty comes out from like across the room, apparently having heard that. And it's like, <laughs> those were words. <laughs> but if you're watching along, you heard that. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the joy in my heart um, that I feel for watching old Rugrats is not the joy that I feel in my heart when I watch this, which is none. You know... Um, Stu, when she was saying that, he just kind of had his, like, eyes narrowed. Like, you know, the Stu in the old show would have had, like, some snappy line or something. Yeah. And, yeah, he just... (laughs) He's a cock. (laughs) What did you say? I said he's a cock. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's, That's how we get the right wingers back. We call Stu a cuck. (laughs) <laughs> that's a that's a uh what do you call it <laughs> an ironic use of the word yeah yeah I, I don't subscribe to that no that's nor nor will i call him soy <laughs> <laughs> or pita <laughs> didn't we call ourselves soy boys before for some reason i don't remember it's a really stupid term that i that i think is like ironically funny 
Also, yeah. Phil apparently somehow manages to keep a hot dog in his little tuft of hair. Yeah, I had that as a note, too. I'm like, how the hell did he keep a hot dog in there? <laughs> you keep a hot dog, but not a screwdriver. So why can't Lil take the screwdriver? What's she got in her hair? <laughs> or does the bow take up too much room? Yeah, the bow takes up way too much room. <laughs> oh, my God. I noticed uh, on the walls in here, there's like some drawings like from a kid that are too good for Tommy to have drawn. I think uh, maybe they're <laughs> stews scenes back. They're stews. Yeah, maybe they're <laughs> maybe stew right now. <laughs> That's his drawing level. Has he invented anything in the show yet? He invents uh, something in the next episode, not the next short, but the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Episode. They do two dog episodes in a row, like two new dog episodes in a yeah. row. Yeah. Oh, I had I a know I, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. This is exciting podcasting. Uh, I'm sure they they're gonna do two superhero episodes too because I in oh that little trailer they had two varieties of superhero costumes. You're right. Um, in oh in my notes, I I just wanted to say in my notes I had uh that this episode is kind of like a cross between the dog broomer and what the hell else did I say? Um. Um uh, 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 uh oh and yard sale. Yeah. <clears throat> I could see it. Um and like uh, the dog broomer episode, uh the babies come up with like a little baby delusion of the things that are going on. <laughs> and, and except this time the baby delusion is correct. Yeah, they didn't just ruin a woman's <laughs> life. Which she had ruined. <laughs> in the original series. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Randall came over and he's watching the riveting and hilarious video game about opening doors. Randall? It's a, it's a great B-plot. You said Randall. Isn't, isn't that a... Randy. Randy? <laughs> I was like thinking, who the fuck is Randall? I was literally thinking the declutter lady was the... Her name was Randall. <laughs> Randall Declutter. Randall Declutter. <laughs> well, there's the episode title, Randy. Randall Declutter. <laughs> and yeah, she's the she shed. She's gonna take all her knitting. She's gonna she's taking everything. She's putting it in a box and they're like, okay, oh, we're just too timid to say stop taking the stuff we have. <laughs> this Oh no, don't don't take his stew driver. God, there's just like no joy to be had in this. I don't know if like the first time around <laughs> that I watched this that I was like really high or something. But <laughs> like, uh, I at least in enjoyed scene, upon rewatching the pilot a little bit. Um, sorry, what were you saying? In this scene, there's like a um, a photo of young Grandpa Lou and a lady uh, who looks uh, she has darker skin. Like, and it looks like a wedding photo or something. Oh, that's cool. I didn't see that. So, or like at least a date. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It's too blurry to make out, but it's clearly Grandpa Lou with his young person hair and a lady. Oh, maybe. No, I was going to theorize that maybe it was supposed to be his father. I don't think so. Oh, maybe. <laughs> you said make out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Speaking of Beavis and Butthead again, I, uh, I've i been re-watching that. I watched all of the episodes that are on uh, Amazon Prime and started watching the Season 9 reboot episodes. That's a good show. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, unlike <laughs> what we're watching right now. <laughs> hey guys, do you like Rugrats? <laughs> <laughs> We we like it, but <laughs> we don't like everything with the under the name. Yeah, it's you gotta it, it, you gotta you gotta pick your pick your uh, good quality stuff and not just be blindly loyal to something because it has a name or like a logo. And even if it has a lot of the same people attached to it, you know. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I don't know. Push the button. <laughs> I absolutely hate seeing these babies with their eyes closed for any period of time. They look just like the like they're cave salamanders where the skin's grown <laughs> completely over their eyeballs. Do you remember the episode of Star Trek Voyager where they go to warp 10 and then Captain Janeway and Tom Paris turn into space salamanders? And then they hump and have babies on a planet later. which they never acknowledge again. No, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I I remember, like, that's a, a something people talk about all the time because it's so outrageous and weird. And yeah, it, I don't, they were just throwing shit at the wall, I guess. But, you know, I hadn't heard of it before I saw it. And so when I saw it, I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? He went to warp 10. And now he's a salamander. <laughs> Is it at the point that you just didn't um, watch Voyager for a long time? Was that the episode that caused you to stop? And then it was a couple years later before you finished it. Yeah, I think so. I, I maybe <laughs> I finished out the season, but uh, yeah, that first season, I believe that was the first season still. Mm, I want to say it was a later season, actually, because I think oh, they had shit. the Delta flyer. Oh, God, Stu is choking Spike. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's taking all of their things. Did you does that Susie's creepy little doll? Does that look like something from something? Something about it looks familiar to me. It's like another Paul Germain show or it something. Uh, I know he did that show Lloyd in space. I mean, which I never watched. So vaguely. Yeah, that's true. Um, it doesn't ring any bells with me hmm. but like uh she took all the stuff from their house like in the name of decluttering it at what point does it become a crime like <laughs> be because they willingly let her take those things yeah excellent point and then and so because she was talking in her normal accent over the phone about how much she could sell them for like she, that's now a crime logic like i'm not in favor i'm not in favor of her doing that but and we're on to the second oh, short yeah, the episodes over yeah, yeah. this that uh, that's a something i think I, I mentioned in the first uh commentary or another episode is that these these episodes just sort of end there's like no nothing to hang on to there's no like last beat it, it, it just everything feels off Oh, yeah, this and it's just so I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me like uh, 
I was continually getting annoyed as I was taking the notes for this. Like my <laughs> for the lady declutter, I have like a lot of notes for it. New puppy, I have markedly less. <laughs> and then I watched the next two shorts, also the tale of Dogbot, where it got less. And the last one I watched was Jonathan for a day. And uh, the only I wrote down three things. I wrote I need a Jonathan two. I wrote preview scene because that the preview came from that uh, episode. And I wrote really big, lastly, annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is if you ha- if you had a Jonathan for a day, you'd make him watch this for you. <laughs> yeah, you'd make him take the notes. Uh, oh, man. So, yeah, they're fostering a puppy because that's what millennials do now. Great shirt on Stu, though. I'd wear that. What's this shirt? It's just some green <laughs> shirt with some design on it. I just like it. <laughs> it's appealing to Matthew as a millennial. Yeah, yeah, they're they're appealing to our generation. So this is little yeah, slobber machine dog. Do you say he's very needy? Yeah, he tells like awful jokes and then like, yeah. get it, get it, a pair of peros. <laughs> Thanks for the joke. It was one. <laughs> <laughs> so didn't they just say that that Lucy came over to see the puppy and then she just drops the kids off and leaves? I swear they just said that she came <laughs> over so. to see the puppy and then she left. Like what? Okay. She saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they didn't lie. She looked at it. She didn't touch it or anything or make any comments about it, but she came in, looked at it, and then left. (laughs) She she used it as a flimsy excuse to uh, drop the kids off at the Pickles residence again. (laughs) The neighborhood daycare. I just thought of a moment in King of the Hill where Hank, uh, where good Hank is born, and Cotton is like, I had a new kid. The nurses tell me I got to go look at it now. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) You want to kill your nursey? Your nursey squazzy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Toby Huss. (laughs) He's such a great actor. Uh, He is also already the strongest man in the world. Yeah, already the strongest man in the world. And he does like bit parts in a lot. He was in the latest uh, Halloween movie. Really? Actually, yeah, he was uh, the dad of the like main girl that he was in a uh, oh, shit. What's her name? I don't remember. I know. I think I know. You're, I can't think of who it is either, but I'll be damned. That's pretty cool. Um, That was OK. I, I, up to a certain point, I thought it was really good. And then it just kind of got like stupid, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I thought the, the trailer for the new one looked good, but. Who knows? I mean, it's a Halloween movie. It's better than any of the other sequels, which isn't saying yeah. that much, but it's also significantly better. I don't know. So, yeah, they were just bottle feeding the puppy. And uh, yeah. that reminds me of when my cat was a baby. He's 17 now, <laughs> but uh, I bottle fed him Aww. back when he was a uh, very young. Was he grouchy baby. then? He, we were bottle feeding him up until uh, one day he got angry while we were doing it and he stuck his claw in the nipple of the bottle. <laughs> Didn't he start growling, growling too? Yes. He started growling too. Uh, so many stories about that cat when we lived together. Um, 
Just just an angry, angry old man. He's great. I, I found it mildly amusing when they had the dog's head on a person's body. Yeah, that was a nice little nightmare by Tommy. Or of Tommy. You know, something about this, like, moralistically bothers me with the babies, like, wanting to get rid of the dog. Like, I get yeah. that they want to, like, keep Spike, but there's something about it. It, it doesn't feel right. It's it feels mean. You know, and that's the same thing. Like, when we get to the dog bot episode, uh, I felt like, I don't know, it, Chucky liked it for a little bit. <laughs> like... <sighs> Yeah, if if they just wanted to have it be like a horror thing, he should have just hated it the whole time because like, like Mister Fiend. Yeah, why couldn't Chucky just have a nice little robot dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to separate from the original series, but no, like, like I said, why couldn't it be like Mister Fiend and like they're just terrified of it to begin with? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> if you're gonna, it's already so different from the original show. Just make it more different. I think that's one of the huge problems, and it's. I also think that's one of the reasons that we like Hippie Grandpa so much, because he is different. Even if the babies were the same, if the adults were all vastly different, I think that might be better. Yeah, it's like somehow it's too different, but also too similar at the same time. Yeah, also Chucky is apparently very hydrated. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's some clear pee, man. Yeah, Chucky pissed on the floor and... Uh... They put the dog in it, the puppy in it, too. You know, if you don't watch this episode along with this, you're going to be so lost. <laughs> <laughs> and probably bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> my sister didn't enjoy the first commentary as much. She didn't watch it along with it, though. Oh, okay. And she typically <laughs> likes our stuff a lot. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, they... uh <laughs> they gather all of uh, Dee Dee's yak yarn because she can't even just have regular yarn. <laughs> Special yarn. Yarn. <laughs> Do you guys like yarn? <laughs> they fling it all over the yard and the little puppy comes and starts playing with it. And Dee Dee's like, Tommy, kids, are you out here? And she immediately forgets about them when she sees her yarn. <laughs> and I also like how she's like, are you out here? Like they could have gotten out like she's not normally a helicopter parent. It's <laughs> it feels I mean, too not. convenient even for Rugrats. <laughs> they go to each other's houses like uh, <laughs> pretty easily now. Well, now they all live like right next to each other. Yeah. Oh, one thing that I, I, I do have to point out about this segment and the previous segment, there's a great piece of music. The I think that that I genuinely really, really like that. I just wish it was in a better episode of Rugrats. Yeah. The little puppy eats a cookie and grandpa's like, Oh, did you taste the secret ingredient? It's, it's fennel. fennel. I hate fennel people. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like fennel, Adam? <laughs> no. I like really. fennel. It depends what it's in. I'm sure somebody could prepare it in a way that I would enjoy it. But Yeah. <laughs> I just get so grumpy watching this. <laughs> <laughs> he just stops liking everything. He doesn't even like his 17-year-old cat anymore. I don't like you. 
Ah, well, I'm pretty feeling pretty okay for some reason. (laughs) 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 Just leave it at that. I think when Angelica came over in this episode, she just kind of like was going upstairs. Like that just seemed odd to me. Didn't she just appear and start screaming? Where did she appear from? I don't even know. I'm watching it and I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I think it was this episode. Maybe it was a later episode, but there's one where she comes in and she just goes upstairs. Like, that just seems odd to me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and that's the only time she was in the episode again. Also, do you really think that Angelica, for as much as she loves cookies, would want to eat cookies out of Phil's diaper? I think there's even another episode in this reboot where she's disgusted about the idea of something being in Phil's diaper. (sighs) Give me consistency in my show about talking babies, please. And enough with the jokes about Phil shoving things in his diaper. (laughs) That's too consistent. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, too much. Too much in his diaper. I mean, a a good in a diaper joke is kind of fun, can be funny, but, um, you know. I mean, he's keeping a hot dog in his hair. He's the magic storage kid. Yeah. (laughs) I repeat, I do like the way that they walk and waddle. That's that's a cute use of 3D animation. I don't like the way their mouths move. (laughs) I think you mentioned before the way that Tommy holds his mouth. Yeah, it is kind of weird. (laughs) And Tommy. I only have one teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the rest of the audio commentary like I don't have no teeth. I lost my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, add, like, if you just want to hear us joke, we should give them, like, a fast-forward point. The time code. <laughs> and that's the end of that episode. So, um... Yeah, there it was. <laughs> we, we, didn't, we barely talked about it. That was almost that was such a waste. <laughs> oh, my God. I, hopefully you people enjoy it. Uh, surprise next week. Uh, we'll probably talk about season two because I don't know if I can bear to watch these again. And I will carve <laughs> out time to edit an episode. <laughs> no. How do you feel about that, Adam? I'm pretty OK with it. I think there's I think we uh, we had a lot of funny lines. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's fun. You should uh, <laughs> put a disclaimer in the front. Don't watch this if you <laughs> care about what happens in the episode. <laughs> or maybe we should just put it in the description. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen if you if you if you like the reboot. We will make fun of it and you by proxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, it's there's just no. There's no joy to be had in it. It, it just it it looks and it feels plastic. I, I'm glad you finally down to my level. I was going insane with everybody's feedback. I I, I do like the pilot. I think the pilot was. I, I don't. Okay, I don't like it. I thought it was okay. I don't want to watch it again because I've watched it three times, but. <laughs> but would, would you say that about one of the original episodes oh the I've original episodes i'll watch them again and again i mean i how many countless times have i seen them i know that's what i'm saying this is like wearing me down every single time I watch. <sighs> yeah man it's just 
just no joy to be had. I I <laughs> I hate to say it, but it I don't know when the next batch of episodes is going to come out and I will watch them and maybe we can talk about them if there's something good. Maybe but we should just talk about them as a whole. Like, that's a good idea. Maybe that's what we'll do for next week. <laughs> just instead of this half-assed commentary. <laughs> uh, if you do like the commentary, leave a comment and let us know if you want us to do more. Because, I mean, I, I do enjoy doing them. It's fun because we get to make fun of them. But if it's if you, if our listeners aren't enjoying them, then uh, there's no point in continuing them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. So, the Rugrats reboot, baby, it stinks. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I would love to get any of the original three creators on this show and to talk to them and find out just how much they have to do with it. Because now I, I, I'm pretty sure that I remember seeing in the credits that it says based on the series created by. So, I don't think I see even... I might be wrong. I don't even know if they have executive producer credits or anything. I could be wrong again. I think Paul Germain is involved in some capacity. I don't know what that capacity that capacity is. Yeah. Um, I just remember uh, I remember reading on his blog saying that uh, Germaniac Studios is involved. Yeah. Uh, what was the date? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, I don't remember. it was years ago. <laughs> oh, my it probably, God. It probably was years ago. <laughs> and then they were like, you want us involved, but you don't want us to actually do anything. We'll put your name on it and cut you a check, pal. And I scram. Mean, if, if a kid watches that and they enjoy it, fine. Like, yeah, it, but it's like sitting us down in front of like bubble guppies or listening to a Raffi album. I don't know what either of those things are, Adam. <laughs> well, bubble guppies is like this weird CGI show with like baby mermaids or something. I've actually never seen it. I just think the name's funny. And uh, Rafi is that kids musician that did like uh, that baby beluga song in the 90s. And uh, I don't know what that is. You didn't watch Full House. I, I, I'm not our friend Travis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I did watch Full House, but I don't remember anything about it. Unlike our friend Travis, I didn't have posters on it in our wall in college. Did he have a Full House poster? Yeah. <laughs> or poster book or something. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't remember either of those things. <laughs> I also don't remember what we just watched. I remember that bit of music I mentioned. That's really good. Oh, God. I, I really, I couldn't take notes anymore. I was just <laughs> getting annoyed. Yeah. And... <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic, you know. I'm not. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not trying to make people feel like uh, I'm like making fun make, of them. Making fun, making fun of them more than just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Were your friends busting your balls at the lunch table? Not yeah. the bully that's calling you a loser and beating you up and taking your lunch money. You remember how we used to torment you at lunch? Yeah, this is pretty mean of them. My mean <laughs> friends, Adam and John. Putting our garbage on his tray when he was done eating. <laughs> <laughs> it's my OCD. Then you touched my hand in a weird way and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> what I did was if he does not like having his fingers squeezed. <laughs> a certain way, a certain way. <laughs> that was kind of weird. But uh, you used to put your feet on me, so... <laughs> <laughs> and it made you feel horrible. So it's not it's not one sided. 
boy. Well, folks, uh, this has been fun watching this thing that we hate. Next week, I have no idea if we're going to do another commentary or just talk about all the new episodes or if we're just going to say fuck it and go against our plan and just release a new jump into season two, which seems like the best option. But we'll figure it out. And you will, too, when you come to <laughs> lostcontrolpod.com or any of our other streaming services where we upload this crap. Any last things you want to say, sir? Not a thing. I am <laughs> emotionally drained. <laughs> It took his joy and his emotions, all of his emotions. <laughs> when will I feel again? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a season two episode to bring you back to life. Well, folks, we will see you here next week on Because I've Lost Control of My Life. I'm so sorry that you listened. Tune in Sundays at 7 p.m. to all of your favorite podcasting platforms or go to lostcontrolpod.com for new episodes of Because I've Lost Control of My Life. You can also email us at lostcontrolpod at gmail.com. That's lostcontrolpod at gmail.com. Let me hear that scream. (laughs) 